Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering May and we have a special guest. Welcome V once again. <laughs> he hasn't gotten banned yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh, I'm still but- working on it. <laughs> But before uh, we get into, oh man, the review. Thank you. <laughs> Let's grab our cups and talk about tea. <laughs> you were worried about me. Oh, anyways, I was like, I wrote the script, and I'm still like, ah. this is fine. This, but, um, is, this is fine. Today I am drinking a uh, zest tea. I am drinking the Earl Grey tea. And what are you drinking, B? I'm something something berries st super berry samba samba and i am drinking republic of teas breakfast blend it's a high calf tea as well yes we are all drinking high calf teas it is morning we've had a lot going on yes what's the movie about just just picture Carrie in your mind, because this is essentially like a Carrie knockoff. At least it feels like a really fucked up Carrie knockoff. Mm, well, the, the awkwardness. The powers. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this girl is super awkward, and she, she keeps... Squirrel for a second there. <laughs> she, like, meets this guy that has, like, beautiful hands, and she's, like, obsessed with his hands. Doesn't really give a shit about the guy. She just wants his hands. And then um, he figures out how weird she is and he dumps her and then there's like this other girl that's like super thirsty for her uh they do stuff but then she ends up finding another girl do you want me to summarize it because i think i'd okay fine so (laughs) so may is this girl that uh, ever since she was a little girl had a lazy eye and her mom is a fucking bitch and (laughs) uh, is like oh we need to cover up your eye uh so she makes her wear an eye patch and then gives her a doll that is like if you can't find a friend make one i made this doll but you can't take her out of the glass box that she's in because she's very fragile so you just get to look at her and that doll ends up becoming may's best friend but the main theme of the entire movie is, if you can't find a friend, make one. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, and so May goes around and meets all these people that have perfect parts, but no perfect holes. And so she meets this guy who has perfect hands, but he gets weirded out by her because she's kind of a psychopath, and he dumps her. And then she meets this girl that has a perfect neck, but... Uh, but she has like an ugly mole on her hand and is kind of a slut. And so May's like, oh, you don't just love me. Oh, no. And then she meets a couple other people who have kind of like perfect parts. And then after she gets dumped and starts, continues realizing that uh, a lot of people 
aren't going to be like her best friends forever, especially after they realize how much of a psychopath she is. Then she finally snaps and she's like, I'm just going to make a friend. So she murders all of these people, cuts them up, sews them all together into a giant life-size doll and is like, you are my best friend. Names it Amy uh, because it's May mixed up and uh, realizes, oh no, you can't see me. So she like pulls her own eye, like her good eye out of her head and puts it in there and is like, see me. And then at the very end of the movie, hallucinates the doll just like reaching over and like touching her face. And that's the end of the movie. The end. I think uh, it was actually her lazy eye. Was it her lazy eye? Yeah. It was one of her eyes. Mm-hmm. I guess we should also preface, if anyone has not watched this movie, there is a lot of body horror. There's a, a lot. lot of it. Because, so for our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea and we hope you enjoy the review. So for entertainment, I would rate it a six because it's not necessarily a good movie and it's actually quite horrifying to watch. But at the same time, you can tell it's a very deliberate film, like it's put together. And so that's why... I decide with the six is like, if it wasn't for the artfulness, I'd probably rate it like a three because I never want to touch that shit again. But I can appreciate the fact that they had some good cinematography. And then like the part where like she's washing off the leg and then you find out that's not her leg. It's the dismembered leg. Like that was kind of funny. Well, it's her leg now. Yeah. Oh, God. So it's like there's there's parts in the film that like I can appreciate. But yeah, it's a very awkward uncomfortable film pretty much the entire fucking way through and it's like different levels of awkward and uncomfortable and the film is like just fucked up overall just my god like it's hard to bring to words what this movie is so i'm just gonna pass along the torch to uh v or jess i would give this movie Oh, no. I'd give it more like a seven and a half, specifically because if you're going into it with the mentality of I want to watch a fucked up movie, (laughs) this hits it pretty well. It's not the most fucked up movie I've seen, (laughs) because really it just like a lot of the, the core concepts of it are... Definitely kind of kind of like, you know, we took the idea of Carrie, but made her more of an adult on her own and cranked up the weirdness and lack of social skills to 11. She does not know how to read a room. She does not understand social cues or subtlety. But it is very much one of those, like, if you're looking for something that's kind of disturbing but also has some entertainment values. Like, the most painful part of it is her awkwardness. Once it gets to the point where the actual horror is happening, then you're like, all right, I'm along for the ride now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's really just the most unsettling part, is her being like, especially when the the perfect hands guy is like, okay, this is too weird, because she... He made the mistake of being like, I like weird. I like disgusting. Mm-hmm. 
not realizing that she's an absolute psychopath. And he shows her this film, this like student film that he made that's about cannibalism, and then proceeds to immediately want to have sex with her and then gets upset when she like bites his lip to the point where it bleeds. A lot. A lot. And then and then he's like, oh God, oh God. And he's like obviously reacting poorly to it. And May's like, oh, come on, let's like keep doing this and like not still into it. Yeah, like not taking the hint whatsoever. And he's like, no, this is weird. And she's like, but you like weird. And he's like, not this weird. (laughs) And then he leaves like a sane person for once for once, because like all up until that point, he's like, oh, this girl's not weirded out by the weird things that I'm into. So that's cool. And not seeing the giant walking red flag. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for entertainment, I would definitely say like a seven and a half because it's especially like when you know that's what you're getting into. If you're not as long as you're not looking for something that's on the level of like vomit dolls or something like that, then you're like, OK, this is enough for me to be like, just do not request it. Please no. no. <laughs> uh, Hard pass. But yeah, if it's something where you're like, I want something that's kind of disturbing, but not like I might be on an FBI watch list, then this like hits the spot well enough (laughs) though we might already be on a couple of watch lists with the things we've had to look up for some of these movies this is fine that's a incognito (laughs) well i guess no incognito for me no that does nothing you need a vpn time to get sponsored (laughs) nord vpn yeah (laughs) today (laughs) anyway if you like fucked up movies So I give it a 6.5. <gasps> Twin! Oh, wait, no, I did a six. Did six. Never mind, never mind. I actually mind. enjoyed it a bit more than you, I think. Yeah, I was and, just fucking disturbed. And honestly, <laughs> I would have given it a little bit higher if it weren't so painfully awkward for, like, 90% of the movie. Like, it, it was physically hard to watch how awkward she was. It, it really hurt. <laughs> That was the real horror of the film. Yes, it was. I was actually relieved when she got to the murder and death. So... Like, thank God it's not as awkward anymore. This I can deal with. (laughs) The social bad awkwardness. No, I'm done. Please, no more. (laughs) This is torture for me. You didn't like the stalkery thing where she, like, where the guy was asleep and she just kind of, like, put her face mm, into his hand? That's crossing the line. That's that's crossing a line. I would rather just watch Slashing and Death. That's fair. That's totally fair. I was about as comfortable with that as the eye scene at the end. <sighs> and that was more of a startle. I wasn't expecting her to just go for it like yeah. she did. <laughs> she, like, attacked her eye. Like, there was a bunch of buildup, and then suddenly, oh, God, there's a, a thing yeah. of scissors in her eye. Yeah. It's like... Five minutes of buildup and then... Well, she made it seem like she was going to slowly put it to her eye and, like, pull it out almost. Like... Kind of, like, scoop it out. Something more And that is not what she did. No. (laughs) So, yeah. I feel like a lot of that also was just her trying too hard because she wasn't able to read a room. And couldn't just go up to a, a person and be like, you know what? I kind of like you. I d- 
the scene where she's like super obviously like putting the sugar cube into her mug and yes. she's like got her legs stretched well, out she, and the like the whole way over to the sugar station she like was swaying her hips i was concerned for her balance i applaud her balance but i was a little concerned for her <laughs> at the same time I also like how she's like, I'm so sorry that I fell in front of you and not, I'm so sorry that I weirded you out by putting my hand in, putting my yeah. face in your hand while you were unconscious. Yes. Yeah. But it was nice that this movie was a bit more realistic than Carrie. You could definitely see the guy weighing her in the hot crazy scale the yeah. entire time until she finally passed that line straight into crazy and was like you know what nope this is a bit more than i can handle i'm not making it out of this one yeah. problem is he had already taken her to where he lived i'm sorry if if they're that high on the crazy scale it's not a good idea for them to know where you live just wait until they pass and then do it or like if you're like i'm gonna hit it and quit it and they're that high in the crazy scale, go to a hotel. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Don't take them anywhere near where you live. No. Don't even let them see your license plate. No. Like. Don't give them your phone number. You will have to change your number. Use a Google voice number. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I give it a six and a half. The rest of it, apart from the, the super awkward moments, were decent. It was a fairly enjoyable movie. I probably will watch it again. I'll enjoy that. <laughs> so we will be moving on to the realism. <laughs> the look of horror you gave me when I said that was... That and in and of itself was worth it. <laughs> of course, it's hard for me to watch gory movies, especially like fucked up ones. Like Those are some of the best. Oh, like I don't regret watching the movie. It's a one-and-done kind of movie for you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hit it and quit it. <laughs> Take it to a hotel. <laughs> so for realism, I would rate this... I was thinking like a five, but now I was thinking a four. So I'm going to do a 4.5 to meet myself in the middle. Like overall, this movie is fairly realistic, but... It, it it has a lot of exaggerations. So, like, the <laughs> thirsty receptionist character, like, she was pretty exaggerated. The, I guess the guy wasn't that exaggerated, maybe a teeny tiny bit. Um, I feel like I've met a couple of those. Yeah, like, he wasn't, I could see him believable. happening. May was maybe slightly exaggerated, but it's like what makes this movie kind of unsettling is the fact that you can picture it actually happening. And it's just, uh, I guess, first of all, I mean, the movie ends, so you don't see whether or not she gets caught by the cops. But the fact that she just, I guess if you're psycho enough, you probably aren't concerned on whether or not you're going to get caught by the police, but she's not wearing gloves. She's not really being that careful. She just lucked out that was Halloween night, so everyone was going along with her, uh, which that was pretty funny. She was like, go, got some cold ones in there, and she's like, actually, yeah, I do. And <laughs> but I, I can picture whenever she, and of course, I was too squeamish to watch the entire scene, but the fact that she used scissors to get out her eye, 
that seemed like it would have damaged the eye, but that oh, eye seemed pretty whole. Mm-hmm. The only way I could see you being able to get an eye intact out is like if you used a spoon. <laughs> there are other movies with that. Yeah. Yeah. But so overall, out of like the horror movie that we normally watch, I'd say that it's pretty realistic, but just exaggerations here and there. I feel like a couple of used melon ballers too. Or there's like, see no evil where it's just his fingers. Yeah. But I mean, that that was starring Kane, and that guy's got some big, beefy mitts. Yeah. So I'm like, that is, like, unrealistic in and of itself. Fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, like, squeeze a whole, like, ass sausage thing right into here and just, like, yeah. nah. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, that, yeah. So for realism, I, I would also rank it, I'd probably rank it a five. I, I swear, I've met all of these people. <laughs> Oh, Christ. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You tend to meet a lot of people. The <laughs> I meet a lot of people, and I meet a lot of characters. Where it's like, how are you real? Like how I was telling y'all earlier that I have an ex that was like, I love your eyes. I want to put them in a jar, and I was like, this is fine. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's when you run. That's when I should have run. Uh, that's when you run. Instead, I continued to date him for like four years. Sweetie. This is fine. (laughs) But yeah, so I think the unrealistic part to me is really just the concentration of all of these characters in a single place. Yeah, that's fair. As well as like, some of them are definitely amped up to be a lot more of flat caricatures. Like there's not a whole lot of depth to any of them, including May. May is also a fairly flat character. There's a lot that they could have done about like what's her relationship with her mom now that she's an adult. Like the mom, they really paint the mom as like one of the main reasons why May is like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you don't see her when she's an adult. They could have done a lot more with that. It would have made for a much longer movie, but I feel like that would have rounded out her character at least some more. Yeah, I totally get what you mean about they all seem like fairly shallow and just like black, very black and white characters. Like yeah. what you see is what you get. Yeah, this isn't a movie about people. This is a movie about a concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do a really good job with the concept. But the actual characterization of people is very, very flat. But even some of their reactions, like the really thirsty secretary being like, oh, you did this weird thing and cut my thumb. Oh, I actually like that. Do it again. I'm like, I've met that person too. (laughs) (laughs) I will say it was really funny when the guy's girlfriend, new girlfriend, gets stabbed and he's like, ugh. <laughs> As her blood is like splattering on him. Yeah, but he was also really drunk. Yeah, that's true. Like the way you react to things when you're drunk is going to be very different from when you're. But that would sober me up pretty damn quick. Yeah. So I give it a four. I did forgive the fact that they had all of these characters in concentration in this one area because movies got a movie. So you got to forgive some things. But. I, I honestly don't understand how you see the vet at the vet clinic, the animal hospital. Oh my god. Apart from like two times when half the scenes are at the clinic. 
So I didn't understand that. I also don't understand how they're still open with stories of malpractice and everything. Yeah. Going on. Like horrific, awful malpractice going on there. Yeah. The fact that she's able to take the the tools without anyone saying anything or noticing, okay, maybe with all the other crap going on, sure. But there should have at least been some kind of mention of lawsuits and things going on against the practice. Yeah. For it to be somewhat believable. But that's just me. I also don't understand how apparently anyone can go into a school system and be like, I want to volunteer to help some kids. And they're just like, which ones? Okay, let's take you right to the room. Let's not see any credentials or anything. Let's not do any background checks. We'll come back to you in, you know, a few weeks or so. No, it was like, okay, we'll send you over here to help. And then when she's interacting with the kids, the actual teachers and authority figures that are supposed to be responsible for the class don't do anything. Especially when horrific things are happening like a glass box shattering in a room, a classroom oh my God. of blind children. That was a ridiculous scene. Yes! I actually laughed yeah. in that scene. It was just so over the top. Yeah, that's that's honestly like the scene I have the most beef with because yes! it it really doesn't add anything it to doesn't. the story. I mean, it it adds more stress, but she could have done that herself in her own apartment. Just like in a fit with, you know, her imagining all the cracks and everything in the glass and imagining the doll's voice in her head and everything and suddenly in just a fit she flails out and knocks the thing off the shelf and it shatters and it all breaks because it's supposed to be really fragile anyway so they they had options yes. yeah it seems they like they just option. added the blind kids just to have the doll case open so it yeah. seemed kind of pointless to add that I mean, I, I also understand that she was trying to reach out to a kid that seemed as isolated as she was, but they didn't even flesh that bit out. No. No, you could have... Honestly, I would have liked it if they had removed the blind kid's mm -hmm. plot point and instead added more interactions of her with her mom yes. as an adult. Yeah. And have the mom still be the exact same yes. like yeah. crazy bitch that she's been. Yeah. Yeah, because they really just, like, dropped the ball on the mom. Altogether. And the dad was nowhere. Yeah. He was there for the birthday, and that was it. <laughs> so, I don't really get it. I do think that it was really good that they had the eye patch in there. Because my husband actually has a lazy eye, and he had to wear an eye patch as a kid, too. And it was on his good eye to try to strengthen the lazy eye. Oh. Yes. That it, makes more sense yes. than what they did in the movie, which mm -hmm. was just to cover up the lazy eye. They didn't. Yeah. The lazy eye was the right one. She had the eye patch on her left. Yeah, because whenever she's an adult, I thought that they accidentally, like, messed up which eye was supposed to be the lazy one. No. They put it over the good one to help try to strengthen the other one. That makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. And I wouldn't know that, except for my husband. <laughs> the things you know. So... It was kind of cool that they had that in there, and that was actually realistic. Um, I, I don't, however, see the <laughs> how tiny she is in carrying that cooler back to her apartment with all those body parts, if she was even able to fit all of the body parts 
in said cooler. She's a stick. And I know there's a little bit of strength needed for a vet tech. But I feel like if someone had half a mind, they could reach out and with minimal effort, just, you know, break her arm. Well, not... She was tiny. Not to mention the amount of strength it takes to saw through bones yes. like yeah. she does. To- yes. And then be able to bend the legs into mm-hmm. the cooler. It's like, first of all, I don't even know if the legs would be able to bend like that to be able to fit in the cooler in the first place. But also, it's very hard to move a dead body. Mm-hmm. So it's just like being able, you'd have to have, I'd imagine, a lot of strength to be able to bend the knees. and. If she did it immediately after removing them from the original body, I could see them being a bit more pliable for a certain amount of time. Yeah, I'm not I'm but, not saying like a friggin' mortis hit. I'm yeah. saying like, yeah. But, but she still would like, definitely have to play some body part Tetris. Because legs are freaking heavy. I mean, yes. they're, they hold up our body. It's, it's a good deal of mass for the body. It takes up like half the body. Half the body is legs. <laughs> so it, I, I don't, I know it's a big cooler, but I don't know if there's enough room for two legs. And the torso from yeah. the, the chick that she liked the neck of. So, thankfully, Tattoo Guy, she had killed in her apartment. So, he was already in a convenient location. But there's no way she would have been able to go straight to Hand Dude, Edgelord's house, to get his hands and the other chick's ears. I mean, I guess those are smaller bits. But... Still, to drag it all the way there, and then everything all the way back to her apartment with one arm. She was using one arm. It just doesn't make that much sense for her to be able to do that, even if it is on wheels. Not for that long. But I I could definitely see, you know, the, the edgelord weighing her in the hot crazy scale, or her after being rejected, essentially, by what... Four different people, three, four different people, not to mention her parents originally, because her mom saw her eye as an imperfection. I could see her snapping and going on a murder spree. That part was realistic. So. Especially because she was kind of already on the edge of that anyway. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it is, to be fair, it's a higher score than I give most movies. So. For realism. So, fairly decent job. I'm glad I watched it. I'll probably watch it again. Just, I need to be mentally prepared for all the awkwardness. Yeah. This is like the second time I've watched this movie, and the first time I was like 15 or 16 years old. You poor thing. I'm fine. (laughs) This is fine. He's not fine. He's not fine. fine. He's not fine. But yeah, I, w- I would watch it again. It's not something that it's going to be like my go-to movie, but I'd, I'd watch it again. I might watch it one more time just because I would be... It's like, I knew you said it was a fucked up movie, but it was kind of beyond my capacity at the time. Dude, we even watched the trailer. Like, we knew what we were getting into. I felt like we knew what we were getting into. I sort of did. If you would like to uh, let us know your thoughts on the movie, please let us know in the comments below. And if you'd like to keep up to date with our content, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, 
Facebook, and most places that you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to support our podcast, please like and share our content. All the links will be down below. And we do have a Teespring as well if you'd like to support us monetarily. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.